listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch and Cameron Schneider. Sup's up, y'all. Back at you again. Uh, Cam is back with us. Cam, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, without Cameron rapping this week, uh, to two different Eminem songs that he thought was one. Uh, <laughs> oh, shoot, man. We, man, we got, we got a great episode this week, don't we? Um, we do. So, we, so what, we got a ton of stuff to get into. We do. Uh, let's. Let's crack into it. What do you want to start with, man? Let's t- let's talk about the uh, the bad boys of local football. We'll, we'll, we'll start off. We'll start with my with uh, my boy Puka Williams. Uh, news came out this week that Puka's been reinstated to the KU football team. He'll yes. serve a one game suspension uh, against uh, Indiana State. That's their first game of the year. Go please. Um, go. Go to the, the Sycamores. Um, I've got mixed feelings about this suspension. I, I think he deserves a suspension. I'm shocked it's only one game, in all honesty. I thought it would be two or three. Um, but since he's a first-time def- offender and he took di- a diversion plea, um, I, I get why it's only one game. I know that there was a column earlier this week written by, I think it was someone from CBS Sports or NBC Sports, talking about how this was like, this was basically a slap on the wrist. And had it been any other star, uh, any other average Joe, like a third string running back or the backup kicker, he would have been booted off the team. But since it's Puka Williams, it's not that, since he, he puts butts in seats at Memorial Stadium or David Booth Memorial Stadium, he's only going to get one game suspension and, Less miles, and the staff can say, "Okay, hey, we suspended him. He did something wrong. So look, we punished him, and he missed all of spring football. He missed all the workouts. He he missed all the stuff that sucks. Let's be honest. Like, is is missing off season conditioning a punishment in your opinion, Ace? No, it's not. Um, but the, but the reality is is that he was suspended for the last seven months. Um, that's that's a real suspension, whether people want to admit it or not. Um, and then, yeah, it, it it would be different if it was the third string outside linebacker, um, but it's the star running back, and he is their offense. Um, and so that's the reality of life, Cam. You know this. Uh, we know this. This happens at the high school level. You know, the, the star quarterback gets uh, caught drinking, and um, he, he gets a pass. He gets a pass. There was a there was a kid at my high school, who and I won't go into specifics or drop names or anything. But there was a kid at my high school. They went to the state basketball tournament, and mm-hmm. um, and he uh, sexually harassed a cheerleader on the sidelines of a sub state championship game, and um, and when they got to the state tournament, he was one of the two top two or three players on the team, and uh, he got to. The, the, the athletic director said, don't start him for the state game. And coach mm-hmm. said, okay. And he didn't start, but as soon as the ball was tipped, he went to the scorer's table. Yeah, that's, um, that's a bunch of crap. That's and, a bunch of crap. And, uh, and uh, so he uh, – but, but, and, and if, it were, if it were the 12th man on the team, he probably wouldn't have made the state trip. Uh, no. 
So that happens in the, at the high school level. Um, that happens uh, uh, at every in, in life in general. So let me ask. Let me ask you this, and we kind of texted about this earlier. Right. Does KU have a chance in their opening game without Puka? Do you, what What do you think their chances are in their opening game I, without they Puka? They should be. They should be better. Um, there's so many question marks with this team that I can't really answer that. Um. I, I wouldn't but, be shocked if they lost. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But I think Dom Williams can carry the load, and they'll be okay. Dom Williams is a very serviceable um, Big Twelve back. He's a good running back, and he'll make plays for you. He doesn't have the explosiveness of Puka Williams, but he can uh, be effective. So if everybody else is effective, I think they could win that game. Um, but I, I would. My big question is who's be who's going to play quarterback? Because I'm not. Su- I'm not super high on Thomas McVitie. Um, Carter Stanley is what Carter Stanley is. I'll put it, I've said it before. I'll say it till the cows come home. I think he should have been the starting quarterback midway through his sophomore year. Yeah. And then he would have been the starting quarterback his entire junior year and taken his lumps. And then this year as a senior, you would have had a guy with 15 plus games of starting experience. And you'd be in a heck of a lot better situation than you are in now. Yeah, but the thing the thing with Stanley is though is he gets he'll make so he'll make a great play and then turn around and make a boneheaded interception. And you just Yeah. So you're spinning your wheels there. Um let's move on. Um we'll get into we'll we'll have a more in depth analysis of what we think KU's gonna be later on uh in the in the summer before uh, see, the season starts. We'll do a um, big twelve football preview for sure. We will. Um Tyreek Hill. Uh, looks like he's not going to get a suspension now. If you didn't get uh, hear the audio, uh, basically he denied uh, ever touching his wife, and she didn't. Uh, she didn't uh, uh, claim that he was lying. Uh, she didn't back up from it. And so now they're talking about no suspension because he didn't know he was being recorded, uh, from what I read, and he yeah. denied it the entire time. And his wife did not um, did not deny his denial. Did not did not yeah. say that she was lying. Did not say that he was lying. So, uh, so it looks like he's not going to get a suspension. I uh, I think I think he will. I think he'll get suspended two games still. Did we did we jump the gun? Did we jump the gun on Tyreek Hill? Were we unfair on Tyreek Hill, uh, Cameron? Do you think? If we're looking at it from just a logical perspective, I can see from I can see an argument from both sides. The argument of Here's a guy who, whether he did it or not, based on this new recording, he pled guilty to a felony. Okay, so there's strike one right there. It could have been a, I'm a poor kid in college. The lawyer that is representing me says, hey, kid, take this plea bargain and you'll get, you won't have to serve any jail time. You'll just have this on this, your record and you, you do your probation or whatever and you just move on. You take your lumps. And to a kid who has no money and has, you know, hope to play professional football, you know, you, you may go into that because what chance is he going to have in front of a jury of his peers when it's, uh, okay, here's this guy on trial who is, has allegedly beat his pregnant girlfriend. Well, and- So maybe he, maybe he took that plea deal. So I could see how someone would be like, Okay, he did that already, and now he's in the news for a similar thing. Um, so, 
yeah, he needs to be suspended because you, you are the company you keep and you're putting the Kansas City Chiefs in a bad light and you're not being a good representative uh, of the Kansas City community or of the Chiefs community. On the other side, I can see how someone would say, hey, there are no charges pressed against Tyreek Hill. There's proof that he didn't break his kid's arm. There's a little bit of proof that maybe his fiance is a little, uh, how would I word this? Manipulative. Crazy. I don't want to say crazy. She's manipulative. Okay. I'll, I'll put it like that. She's manipulative. Um, did he do something wrong? Eh, probably. I, I would say so. The whole, you, you should be terrified yeah. of me too, B caught on audio right that, the whole uh player conduct policy i think that goes against that so i could see where a suspension would be warranted based on that so i can i can yeah, see I, both sides of the argument i think he'll get a, a two-game suspension maybe he'll get a four maybe he'll get a four think, game he'll appeal it and it'll go down to two what do you think i think this is a man of i think this is a, I, I agree with you um i think this is a manifestation of society we tend to side with the woman, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what. The, no, not knowing the circumstances, we sort of jump out and go, "Ah, it's a wife beater," um, because we're so sensitive to that as a side now. And we because be. for too long um, we turned a blind eye to it. We we weren't right, and so now we've gone too far the other way, and in some cases. And look, my mom was a victim of domestic violence. Okay, it's not. It's not a joking matter. It's something to be taken very seriously. But I went on a public crusade on this podcast against Tyreek Hill and any you of did. his fans. <laughs> against Tyreek Hill and any of his fans and said that they should cut you him immediately. Fools, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I, 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 did. I did. And, and, and at the time, I thought so. And so here's my public apology yeah. to, to any uh, Tyreek Hill fans. I don't necessarily think Tyreek Hill is the best guy in the world still. Uh, I don't really think that he's somebody that you want to represent no, the football he, team. But, he's, 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 the but, he's the anti-Patrick Mahomes. But, but if he didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more okay with him being a Kansas City Chief. Yeah, it's hard forward. to root for him because it's, it's just an awkward situation all the way around, if we're being honest. It is, but he's so, t- he's so he talented. Is. Um. Let's move on, man. Uh, what do you want to do next? World Cup or Rookie of the Year stuff or NBA free agency? Let's do uh, midway point since we're midway through our episode. Um, sure. MLB All-Star Game took place yesterday. My favorite exhibition game of the year. My, fav- my favorite All-Star Boo. game. Night night before was my Boo. favorite uh, contest of any all-star game, the home run derby. Super, yeah. Did you not watch any of the home run derby uh, at all? I didn't watch a lick of all. You didn't weekend. watch Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Hit 91 home runs in the home run derby. Haven't even seen a highlight. Oh my. Are you serious? I am. Um, I heard about it. I heard did, it. Was did you, do you even know who what? won the home run derby? Not well, a clue. He's going to be my NL rookie of the year choice. So I'll 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 just give you a little a little tease like that. So, oh yeah yeah the kid from the the kid from yeah, the Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo, he's my rookie. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Let's start with that. We'll start on the National League side. 
So midway through the year, I guess it's a little past the midway because the All-Star game is really a little bit after the 81 game mark. Uh, we wanted to do some mid-season awards. So we'll start with NL Rookie of the Year. I gave it to Pete Alonzo. Sounds like Ace did the same. And I did too. Uh, he's been nothing but impressive. Batting 280, uh, 57 home runs and 30 home runs at the All-Star break. Um, he's been great. 68 runs batted in. A, a very bright spot. Other guys that I considered uh, for Rookie of the Year was uh, Mike Soroka. He's a pitcher for the Braves. I picked him up on my fantasy team. Not that anybody cares about my fantasy team, but he's been he's been that he's been that club's best pitcher. <laughs> he's nine and one. He's got a two forty two ERA and seventy three Ks. Um, he's just been tearing it up. Um, you want to stick with the NL, or do you want to go to the AL Rookie of the Year? Yeah, we we can go to the AL, and I'll just I'll just be honest. I didn't consider anybody else for you know Rookie of the Year. I thought it was a such a runaway with Pete Alonso that I. I didn't even think to consider anybody else. So, is that his name? Did I get you his did. name right? You, you got his name right. Fox. Ace <laughs> okay, doesn't follow baseball like I follow baseball, but it's okay. No, I follow it, but not like I know how teams are doing. But I, I couldn't tell you the second baseman for the Mets. I, so I my rookie of the year is the second baseman for the Rays, Brandon Lowe. He's batting two seventy six. With 40 runs, 16 homers, and 49 ribbies. Um, other guys that I considered uh-huh. were Michael Chavis for the Red Sox. And John Means for the Orioles was another guy I considered. Mainly because, you want to take a guess why I uh, considered John Means? He's no. from Gardner, Kansas. Yep. Oh, is he really? Went to, cool. went to Fort Scott Community College. Then transferred to West Virginia, former teammate of one Bubba Starling, who we will talk about here in a second. Right. We will. Cam, do you want me to give you full transparency on this? Yeah. I I, I looked up, like, on the ringer, some awards people's names, because I, I, I'm blanking on a lot of these kids' mm-hmm. names as far as rookie yeah. of the year. So I had, to, I had to, like, Google it before we got on the air. It's okay. Um, so there's that. My AL Rookie of the Year choice is Vlad Guerrero Jr., <laughs> the kid that hit 90, 91 home runs on uh, on uh, on home run derby day. Um, let, let me ask you something, Cam. There's a little bit of hysteria with Vlad uh, Guerrero yeah. Jr. Um, do you think that that's because he reminds us so much of his father uh, with the hair and the swing and the way that he plays and he's built like his dad? Uh, I do you think that he he reminds us of Vlad so much that we just think this kid's going to be, you know, the next Vladimir Guerrero because that's what he is? I listened to an interview today with Jason Stark, and he admitted that he thinks that the reason the Blue Jays brought Vlad up when they did was because the media put so much pressure on them to do so. He's only 20 years old. Right. And when I say media – He's really he's good, really though. Good. And he's, he's really He may really not good. be really good right now, but he has the potential to be, like, generational-type talent. No, best player in baseball. He, he can match. Right. He's got the potential he to can be match. that good. He's only 20 years old. So I think there's always that element of, oh, I watched his dad play, and his dad is a Hall of Famer. I want to see him have success. It's kind of like, Royals drafting Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah, Bobby Witt Sr. wasn't 
um, number one overall pick or number two overall pick in the MLB draft. And he never really lived up to his draft billing, but it's like, okay, his pops played. Same thing with Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey, Ken, Ken Griffey was, Sr. Was, <laughs> was, couldn't hold the Suns jockstrap on the baseball field, if we're being honest. Because Ken Griffey Jr., in my opinion, is one of the 25 best outfielders to ever play the game. I would say probably top 10 hitter yeah. ever. He had a sweet swing. Maybe. Okay, so and I was getting ready to ask you that, and then this, and then we'll move on to the next thing. But is Vlad Jr. to us what Ken Griffey Jr. was to our folks in terms of seeing, uh, terms of seeing his his dad play, and then seeing the kid come up and be potentially even better? You know, Ken Griffey Jr. was better. Is is you know we saw Vlad Guerrero in his prime. Cam, our generation did. So is that sort of you think what our parents saw? Um, I don't know. In Griffey Jr. That's a tough Griffey question Jr. for me to answer because I'll be honest with you. When I watched Ken Griffey play, Ken Griffey Jr. play, I never really. When I was little, I never put two and two together of oh, there's a Ken Griffey Sr. who prob- who may have played baseball as well. Right. No, I thought I thought his last name was actually <laughs> Junior for like yeah. the longest time. People so, I really don't think uh, people appreciate like our generation how much of a, a talent he was and how transcendent of just an athlete he was. Like it you you and I do because we're yeah, huge but sports fans. think about this. And this is where I think baseball is really missing the mark today. Um and I can only speak to this so much because um of of the demographic that I'm in, but Kim King Griffey Jr. was he was cool. He was a a black baseball player yeah. who wore his cap backwards. He had the swagger. He had the shoes. He was good, a good looking, looking kid. kid. He I say kid. He could be my dad, but he was like he was cool. There's nobody in baseball right now he, who was like cool. You know what I mean? He's got. He's got movie star yeah. good looks. I mean, he's a, he was a really good looking guy. I think the guy. only, I guess, two people come to mind who could be like King Griffey Jr.-esque if they wanted to be. Mike Trout could be King Griffey Jr.-esque, but he doesn't really want to be because he doesn't want to be featured in that no. many commercials, which is fine. Yeah. He, he's the best player in baseball. But, I mean, he can. you can relate to Mike Trout. Bryce Harper could be that. He could. The thing with Bryce Harper, though, pardon my language, he comes across as a red ass too much, in my opinion. And that's not really yeah. relatable. And all. Ken, Ken Griffey Jr., he was so no. cool, just like laid back. And I love, I love how the, Bryce Harper is so fiery, but like to the general public, it's not like, oh, Bryce Harper's a Boy Scout. You know what I mean? Bryce... Bryce Harper comes off as a huge he does. bag. He just does. Um, but and we'll move on after this. But I remember when King Griffey Jr. guest starred on an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which was a huge show at the time, and that shows you how big a star King Griffey Jr. was. Because he he was he was uh, he did a cameo appearance. He took out Hillary on a date, I think, in uh, in Fresh Prince huh. of Bel Air, and no baseball star would do no, that today. They wouldn't. There would be no baseball star on a sitcom like You're that right. today. Let's so, uh, so let's move on. Agency? Yeah, 
Oh, wait, I don't think we did our, our MVP, oh, MVP picks. picks. <laughs> uh, obviously, mine for the AL, easy. Mike Trout. Appreciate uh, the, yeah. everyone. Public service yeah. announcement. Appreciate watching Mike Trout now because in 10 years when he's yeah. not playing, you will you'll then full, you may fully realize that you are watching one of the, I think, the 10 greatest baseball players of all time. I, Mike Trout. Maybe the Mike greatest Trout, by the time that he's done. Mike Trout is that good of a baseball player. And oh, it's a crying shame yeah, yeah. that he, he plays on the West Coast because people don't stay up to watch his games. It's a crying shame that the Angels suck at putting talent around him. Yeah, they got Albert Pujols. Do you yeah. know Mike Trout's never won a playoff game? Never. Has he ever been yeah, to the got playoffs? swept by the Royals in 2014. They were the That's one. Right. They were the uh, one yeah. seed that year, and the Royals swept them. I, I'm just gonna be honest about it. As long as he stays in Anaheim, uh, he's not winning the no. championship. He's they got to put go. him. In, he's got to be. He, if there's a, a conspiracy god in heaven, Mike Trout will some way, somehow find his way to the Yankees or to the Cubs or got, to whatever. But he's locked up forever in Anaheim. The only only way he's, he's got, gonna leave is if they trade him. He's got to go. I wish you could get a boat. Oh, you could you get, can get a, a haul, haul my trout. trout. You could get a haul. Uh, let's let's go to uh, uh, World Cup just for a second. I love uh, Megan Rapino. I love her. She backed up everything she said she was going to do, and I love that about sports. Uh, did you watch any World Cup? What do you think? I'll of be honest. I the only game I watched was the final match, which shame on me. But most of their games were during the day, so I was at work. But I, yeah. I followed along on my phone. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I don't follow soccer like I should. I grew up playing it. I played all the way through my senior year of high school. But it's just not something that I've followed closely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm a fair weather fan, to be honest. I'll watch, I'll watch the World yeah. Cup. I'll watch the Olympics. Um, if, sporting, if I get tickets to go watch sporting, I'll go watch them play. But, yeah, I'm a fair weather fan. Con- yeah, me too. Congrats to the women. Uh, congratulations. congratulations to the women's team. Yes, and and uh, and Megan Rapinoe. Yeah, I love Alex, you. Alex Morgan. Um, so there we go. <laughs> uh, let's finish up with some NBA free agency. Um, biggest blockbuster move to me. I was on a softball field when I heard about this. Um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard together in L.A. Cam, let me ask you this though. When's the last time that a team gave up this many draft picks for two great players and it worked out in any sport ever? They gave up five draft picks, five first-round picks. Dude, this, this never, never works, works out, out does the, it? The thing that I automatically thought about was uh, when Mike Ditka and the Saints moved yes. up so high to draft Ricky Williams. And then Ricky Williams signed that crap rookie contract that had all these um, – accelerators where he had to reach X amount of yards and then he would make this much money. And then he had to have X amount of touchdowns and he could make this much money. It was all based on production. It wasn't based on where they draft, put him in the draft. So, and then the saints sucked and they were just stuck in crap mode until they got drew Brees. So it, well, well, I don't know if it's going to work out or not. I think it will. They've got, I would say in, in, all reality, the Clippers have a two 
they've got one of the three best rosters right. in the but NBA. They have right a two now. to three year window of peak Kyrie or not peak Kyrie, peak Kawhi and peak Paul George. They're twenty. Yeah. I think I think Kyrie no just turned twenty eight, and I think Paul George is around the same age. So they've got their twenty eight, yeah. twenty nine, and thirty year old seasons. Maybe thirty one, where they're at the top of their game. Yeah. Well, he only signed a two year deal too. I think is the thing that we have right. to remember as well. They only signed two year deals, so maybe you know if if this is just a complete disaster after two years, that's all that goes along. But they've got a great. A uh, group of guys, role guys around them yep. um, that the Lakers just don't shout have. Shout out Landry Shamet. Uh, well, shout out Landry Shamet. They, they've I got mean, a. Shows how much I followed in. They've got. They've got a a great group of guys around them that 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 the Warriors and the Lakers do not have, which gives they've got a great head yep. coach, um, and so they've got a chance to make this thing happen. Al Horford. Dips from dips from Boston and goes to Philadelphia, uh, which is a rival of Boston. So that's fun. Uh, we're gonna get to see him and and Joel Embiid, Ben and, Simmons, uh, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons play together next year. And so they're probably gonna be the favorites in the East. Um, so I think it's gonna be a fun year. There's like eight teams that can win the NBA title yeah. next year. It's gonna be so much that's fun because we've had. We've had two for the longest time, for like the last five years. We've had like two legitimate it's been like, and we've got it's been, like it's eight been of the them Warriors now. and whoever's playing, whoever has LeBron James. That's who it's been, if we're right. being honest. So uh, I, th- I think they're along the same lines as you. Um, Kawhi not signing with the Lakers and signing with the Clippers totally opened it up. Had it been Kawhi to the Lakers, it would have been like, okay, we know he's going to win the championship. It's going to be the Lakers. They got LeBron. They got AD. They got Kawhi. They're, they're a three-headed monster. In, it would have been the best super team ever. But now there's like there's like there, eight to ten teams that have a legitimate shot at making a deep run in the playoffs. In fairness, everybody said that about the Warriors this offseason when they signed Boogie Cousins, and then they lost in the I finals. think. So well, I guess we don't, we don't know. We don't ever really you can't know. predict injury. You can't predict injury. Right. So, hey, guys, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at aceboogie underscore 11. Follow Cam on Twitter at, at hey Schneid. Um And I did want to make a little bit of a public service announcement before we go. The summer is wrapping up, unfortunately, for Cam. Yes. He's got to go back to school in like four weeks. His baby is due in September. Is That's that right? September. Baby S- September thirteenth. Baby, baby Schneid is due in September. So, um, we our plan is to continue to get bring you guys great audio content every single week for our dozens of listeners. <laughs> uh, but if we get too busy or something like that, we may have to move to a different day, and or one of us goes solo. We still will. Try to bring you guys great audio every week. There's a job that I'm I'm hopeful to get. If I get it, I'm going to be working 80 hours a week. So it may get a little crazy this fall, but we will continue to be with you guys. Uh, that's our plan. Um, we'll let you guys know if we can't. I did want to throw that out there before we get too deep into our, po- our, the our popularity. Because we have f- fives right. of people listening to us. Fives. Multiples. Multiple fives. That is correct. If you got a if you got a Hi, topic buddy. idea, give us an email five twenty five at five twenty five sports at gmail.com. 
That's all we got for you guys this week. We'll see you next week. See you next week.